0: Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 90. Oh boy, we hit 90. We're 10 away from that magical number 100. This is Angelo with Spinning Thoughts. Thank you so much for being here. It is always a pleasure to be hanging out with everyone on the socials. And when you come into my home here at Spinning Thoughts, I just appreciate it. So everybody, thank you so much for being here. I am pretty stoked about this one, as I am for all episodes on Spinning Thoughts. Uh, But I mean it. I am excited for this. I've been listening uh, to this band for a little bit now. And I I just keep finding myself going back, back and back and back. And that means that they're doing something right. Um, We've got so much to cover here in episode 90. So everyone, please help me in welcoming. We've got Jacob and Aubrey from Everyone Leaves. Everybody, what's up? How we doing? Woo! (laughs) It's all groovy. <laughs> nice. Hey, seriously, uh, it's great <laughs> to have the both of you here. Where? Where's everybody at right now?
1: Uh, I'm in Columbus, where we're from. I'm going to work.
0: Okay, that sounds fun, Aubrey.
1: <laughs> I'm in
2: Kissimmee Florida right
0: now. <laughs> S- see, you definitely have the better deal right now, it sounds like.
2: I'm kind of
0: so you're down in florida huh how's the weather down there
2: yeah it's very sticky is it <laughs> i'm not a huge fan of that it was like 102 degrees today i'm
0: not a fan Ugh. yeah i've only been to florida a few times myself but only in like the winter so i've never experienced of course i've heard <laughs> uh but i've never experienced that oh, yeah. stickiness that you reference <laughs> but i believe it's it's probably pretty gnarly huh in august Yeah, I don't like when the weather touches me personally When it touches you, that's awesome Um, So uh, Again, both of you, thank you so much for being here For episode 90, there's a lot that we're going to cover I'm really excited to uh, Have the opportunity to talk uh, The band's putting out some amazing Music and I know that there's a lot About to happen, so we're going to Kind of go Maybe somewhat chronologically here And build up to everything that's going on So bear with me uh, as we Get there, so in October of twenty sixteen the band released its latest album the Lonely end um This is an album that i've I've listened to a lot i mean it's very very good so congrats on a killer release looking back on this now it's almost a year I mean we're right under it uh what are your thoughts on it and how has it helped the band to grow
1: um I think this this was the beginning of seeing uh I don't know that, like, one, that people cared at all for real. Uh, like, we had had <laughs> friends in places that we had toured that were, you know, they, they said they like certain songs or things like that, and we saw reactions in certain material, but, like, it, it just felt like that, that defeatist mentality of, you know, all oh, these are my friends, this is how they're supposed to act, they're just trying to make me feel good. Uh, and this was, the release week for this was the first time that we saw uh, a lot of like fans that are our peers uh, and bands that are kind of at the level we're working toward really, really notice it and start to talk about like, hey, this band doesn't suck. Pay uh, attention to this, and it was really <laughs> cool. It was really cool to see that.
0: Absolutely, and uh, you know, we're as we're heading into that year mark for this release. Um, uh, you know, I'm gonna tease a little bit here for the listener. I know I said we're gonna go somewhat chronological, but um, the band is about to be heading into studio again uh, for another um recording session,
3: right?
1: That's correct. So uh, we're recording this weekend with Brian Swindle from Have Mercy in Paul Levitt Studio. Ugh.
0: I mean, that is, like, so exciting. I cannot wait to talk more about it. But while we're still on The Lonely End, see, that's that's a tease, everybody. I just teased you. You want more, you're going to stick around. <laughs> <laughs> um, give me some general background on The Lonely End. Where, where was that recorded? Who was involved, if anyone, like, special or in
3: particular? Give me some of that uh, kind of background. Uh, we
1: recorded The Lonely End with Nick Ingram at Capitol House Studios in Gahanna, Ohio. Nick does a lot of the releases for Invogue Records.
3: Oh, cool. Um,
1: and that wasn't, yeah, that wasn't why we were with Nick, but that was definitely how I knew Nick. Um, we are friends with and actually had the old bass cap until recently from uh, a band called City Lights. Oh. And City Lights did a lot of their work with, uh, with Nick and actually with Paul Levin as well.
3: Wow. Um, oh, that's cool. They're
1: all, yeah, we've met them around town and they've all been nice. Uh, and good people, and Chase was like a big part of getting us into the local scene here, um, and yeah, I, that was kind of why we went to Nick. We had no uh, relationship with Invogue, but it was it was definitely cool to have such a wide uh, like a portfolio in front of us of the different sounds Nick could do, and that's kind of why we went with him.
0: Now, how in I guess in particular to the lonely, End, how did the band approach writing this? Is is there, you know, someone in the band who really takes you control I guess you could say Or is it super collective Give me some uh, Like band dynamic insight
1: Aubrey do you want to take that Yeah for sure um,
2: So I mean I think as a general rule I, I personally would call Our band more collaborative um, As far as writing goes I mean it's, it's very much like Someone rings guitar part And then everyone's like Okay let's all write some parts around this And then you know we get into the studio And you fix little things and everybody kind of meshes together to make it get the exact sound that we're looking for, at least that we can get out of that song. Um, But I would say generally it's pretty collaborative. It doesn't,
1: we don't get a lot
2: of like, you know, three guitars, bass drums, all done demos, you know, from one person.
0: (laughs) Yeah. 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 I totally understand. And I, I think that, uh, it's a great dynamic to to work to work that way, you know. What I mean, everybody uh, puts in their own input and stamp on the music, and uh, I always like that. So
2: yeah, for sure. I, the thing with our band is that everybody's kind of doing their own thing, which is like, in some senses, can sound like it's a bit chaotic. But typically, <laughs> I like to think of it as everybody bringing their own artistic piece to their instrument or whatever they've written for a certain now if
0: the two of you could look back on the recording process for the lonely end um can you think back on one uh what track would you both say uh was the most difficult to complete
2: oh god (laughs) (laughs) ah that's that's like a really tough question i know for me personally like I think the most difficult one was probably, but can I still come home just because that song had a lot of like, so this is, we're going to reveal a thing about about this band. Typically harmonies don't get written until we're in the studio, which is fine. It's, It's a good time. It's fun to just, you know, be able to mess with it. But that song specifically had a lot of like trying to get the parts dead on perfect and a lot of different sections where the harmonies were very different. Um. And yeah. So that that one was probably the most difficult.
1: I don't really like to think of things in terms of difficulty, though. <laughs> I think of things in terms of fun.
0: Oh well, of course. Fun, so though. why don't <laughs> we why don't we look at it from that perspective then? Uh, what was, uh, you know, when you finish tracking, you know, there's just an adrenaline and a rush. I mean, what what song really gave that kind of emotion when it was completed? Jacob, do you
1: have anything for that? Um, I think. So the last song, uh, the actual last song of the EP, uh, is called How You've Been Lately. And uh, Aubrey mentioned this kind of like collective nature you are writing. And for the most part, that's definitely how we write. However, um, that was the one time in a very long time uh, I kind of had been sitting around in my room, messing around with uh, my eight string in a tuning that I had made up. and. I, I wrote that song, and I sent it to Jake, who plays guitar and sings in this band as well. Um, and I was like, hey, like, I don't know what I want to do with this. Do you think everyone would hate it if I brought it in for us? And what do you think goes there? Uh, and he was kind of like, uh, I mean, I think everyone will like it, but also I think it's done. Uh, <laughs> I don't think there's any more. And so we ended up recording it, uh, and my original demo was just me with an 8-string uh, playing. And then I dubbed one lead part over and we ended up uh, recording it in studio and releasing it with that same method and with Aubrey doing vocal harmonies uh, and then a couple more layered vocals. But like that was at least that anything changed demo to final. Um, and I think that was the wildest for me was to see like, so the demo sounded like garbage. Like it sounded like a really bad version. True. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like a, a really bad version of a decent song, uh, and it was weird to see like nothing changed, and suddenly it came out as this song. Like we get we get mentions on that song all the time, asking us to play it, and it's like, ah, sorry, that song was written on an eight string. Not, uh, not a plan to play that live anytime. Sorry,
0: guys. I I am a guitar player, but I'm not gonna lie. I've never heard of an eight string guitar. I mean, what what where are the extra strings? Like what what notes are they?
1: It's for oh, being my. heavy. That's all that matters. <laughs> so there is there is a band that you should look up if you've never heard of an eight string guitar. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's a band. That's a band called Narrow Arrow. It's narrow slash arrow. Oh, okay. Uh, they are from an hour and a half north of us in Mansfield, Ohio, and that guy plays an eight string with his left hand, a six string with his right, uh, and then he sings, and they're incredible. What? Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's literally bonkers. Wow, at all, bonkers. I'll be honest, I didn't use it like that's not me using an eight string the way it should be used in that. Um, (laughs) I I put it in F A C G C E G D. uh, Wow, and that was what the original demo was in, and then it was moved up to A. Wow, so that whole uh, yeah, that whole thing moved up a step and a half. Jeez.
0: Yeah, that's uh yeah. that is that's really oh. interesting. I've I've never of ninety episodes now, you two, I've never <laughs> heard of someone having an H I've never even known them to exist. I I've played the goddamn guitar oh, God. for
3: fifteen years. The hell? Oh, there's
1: a whole world of of metalcore that you
2: don't even know about. I was going to say, yeah, there's, there's a whole world of breakdowns you're missing out
0: on, but Seriously, well, I, I'm sure I've heard them then. i just never known an 8-string guitar yeah. to exist. I mean, I thought it was 6 and 12 and we were done. You know, I, th- I thought that was it. <laughs> Fuck. Oh,
1: no, no. no. <laughs> All right. Well, there are 7s, too. Uh, not loose, and I think Barry will play on seven. Oh,
0: come on. Quit, quit screwing with me right now, okay? This is too much to take in in one interview, okay? <laughs> All right, I'm going to check it out. And if anyone listening to this episode has heard of an eight string, please make fun of me for not knowing. I don't mind. Um, and if you know any other bands that get down with some uh, different stringed instruments, I'd love to uh, diversify my musical taste. So please let me know. Um, Jacob Aubrey, right now we're, what we're going to do is we're going to play, but can I still come home off the lonely end. Um, you guys down with that? Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah
0: awesome all right so everyone like I said we are about to play but can I still come home off the lonely end from everyone leaves enjoy
4: I used to base my life on words I sent you away now I have learned to restrain raise myself my way I've done the best I could like to I've been told you were, it's not wrong
0: So you just finished listening to but can I still come home off the lonely end from Everyone Leaves. Um, now, Jacob and Aubrey, as we're going to continue moving uh, down this line of talking about everything the band has going on right now. Um, I just found this <laughs> today as I was writing these questions because it was only just yesterday, I believe, that it was announced. Um, I guess uh, the band just released like almost like a, an, a never- before heard song. It was a, a cover of Stolen by Dashboard Confessional, right?
1: Oh, God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, so I don't think we're actually allowed to talk about what that was supposed to be for quite yet. Yeah. Because it may still exist. Uh, needless to say, that song was not supposed to come out from us. Um, it was part of a much larger piece uh, with a lot of other bands on it. Uh, I know The Obsessives were on it. Modern Baseball was on it. Uh, there were a lot of like wild things with them. Like uh, our friend called Pinky Square from Owensboro, Kentucky, were on it as well. There's like this larger thing that exists ominously in the background that a friend <laughs> of ours was supposed to put out someday. But uh, he he could not yet. So we just. Kind so of did. Bored. <laughs> yeah, we were kind of bored. So we were like, we'll put this out? And we just did. Yo, I forgot how cool that cover was. I hadn't heard it in a
2: literal year <laughs> until we posted it yesterday. And I was like, Oh, oh right! Yeah. I remember that five-part
3: harmony that I was four parts
0: of. <laughs> that I was four parts of. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, um, I don't, I don't know many people that aren't Dashboard fans. Um, yeah, you know, I, I absolutely adore Chris Caraba. I, I, just, I, I loved him since growing up and everything. And I do love this song. And I've seen so many fans posting on Twitter and Facebook just how much they love uh, this song and I got to say that everyone leaves nailed it. Like you you absolutely nailed it. So, um, and those harmonies are gorgeous, honestly, gorgeous. So um, how incredible. That's uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's incredible. Now you're saying that this song, this, this track is part of something larger, but you can't talk about it. Uh, we can't
1: know what it is. It was, uh, I guess, basically, a friend of ours is writing a really long thing. You could call it a book. Uh, <laughs> and there was supposed to be, uh, like a year and a half ago, a group of us that are friends with him uh, in big bands and small bands were were sent a list of songs that are kind of, like, mentioned in passing in what you could call a book. Uh, <laughs> and this this friend was kind of like, hey, if if y'all wanted to cover any of these songs, uh, that would be sick, and I would put them on, you know, like like a disc that came with the book.
2: You could uh, call it a
1: comp. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like a comp. Probably.
0: I'm loving this <laughs> um, language right now. <laughs>
1: yeah. But, uh, no, we're just – needless to say, I wish we had been allowed – I wish I had been allowed to convince everyone else in my band that we were supposed to do one last breath by Creed. Uh, no, no one, no <laughs> one. Agreed.
2: Here's the thing: leave Creed to Creed. That's what I think. <laughs> and that that implies both leave it to Creed, the band, and also if you know Creed Bratton were to cover Creed, I would be very, very down with that as well.
1: I would take Creed Bratton covering. Uh,
0: oh, is, yeah. that Don't is that is fantastic. So if if someone was to release like to um write a book and and like release it I guess is that what you do with books you release them um is this books this if it were to be a book is it still going to happen
1: I think the plan is yeah but uh I don't know when
2: yeah I think the timeline got like mad extended but I'm I have literally no information
1: on that
0: all right, so we'll just keep our eyes open. We'll see uh, if there is some sort of book, or I don't know. It sounds so, like something I might know of, but we'll, we'll see. Um, now, are there any other like hidden gems that the band has that you know you could throw out at any point? I mean, or is this is this just a special thing because of this? <laughs> yeah, about <that's>
1: that. <laughs> yeah, we owe uh, we owe some people a whole Disney cover EP. Um. <laughs> There's a, there's an Adventure Time cover.
2: Oh, really? Oh, that cover's so fun. I forgot about that.
1: Yep. There's an Adventure Time cover. Um, oh, God, there's a bunch of stuff. We try to keep that. We do that. We have stuff that is, like, releasable uh, that's just kind of fitting. And then we have stuff that's not releasable at all that we could record at two minutes' notice. Um, awesome. But, yeah. No, there's a, there's a whole lot.
0: That is awesome. Well, that was a, a awesome, like, gem. Uh, I think, again, I've seen the reaction from from fans and everything. It looks uh, pretty electric. It sounds absolutely, like, be- it's a beautiful song, and uh, everyone leaves paid tribute to that, no doubt. So, uh, really enjoyed it. Now, the, the big question is, has Chris heard it yet? Uh, oh,
2: God. I'm, like, terrified for the day when he does, though. <laughs> Like, I don't think he has at this point, because I feel like he's somebody that, at least from my uh, perspective, I, I see that he's fairly active on the Internet. And so I'm just waiting for the day when he does hear it and either breaks my heart or makes it sore. It's, it's one <laughs> or the other. Or he's heard it and just doesn't want to tell us how bad it is. Yeah. That's my big fear. He
0: is not going to do that for you done, sure.
2: Disrespecting my brand.
0: No, you know, I think we got to get Chris to hear this Chris Caraba, if you're listening We want to know your thoughts on the (laughs) cover of Stolen from Everyone Leaves Um, It is very, very good If anyone has to listen to it, it's posted on the socials uh, for the band So go check it out, it is phenomenal Now, um, Jacob Aubrey, we teased this in the previous uh, segment The band is heading back into the studio, uh, you said with Brian Swindle from Have Mercy, which is a band that I absolutely appreciate and enjoy. How did you get lined up with Brian?
1: Um, Brian Swindle. Uh, so a while ago, I think, almost three years ago now.
2: Yeah, um, like three years ago, like now actually.
1: I got wild. Tagged, uh, I got tagged on Twitter by a friend of a friend who was replying to a tweet from uh someone who was TMing have mercy. <laughs> and it, the tweet said the tweet said, Hey, um, if anyone knows a house that would let a band crash in Columbus for like two, three days, uh, let me know. So I replied and I was like, Yeah, hit me up. So this person DM'd me uh and then eventually texted me and I was like, Hey, like who's the band? What's going on? And he was like, Oh, I'm out with Have Mercy. And I was like, oh, I love that game. <laughs> and he was like, Yeah, we, um, they're, they're playing Festive Meets Music Festival, which is a terrible festival in Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> um, it was good that year, though. It was good that <laughs> year. I know it. It's the one really good year. Uh, but it, it's this festival in Columbus, Ohio, and, um, they were playing it. And what it was is that they had a showcase, like an acoustic showcase one day, and then they had a, like, their real set, um, the next day. So and they like I really respect that They're not like a hotel band at all. Um, they they were like, yes yeah, anyone will let us crash, we'll crash. And we board bands, like we have a big three story house, uh, and we board bands like all the time. So I was like, Yeah, that's totally fine. Uh and they came and they hung out and so three years ago, we showed Brian the unmixed version of a rap song that we were gonna put out <laughs>
2: Uh, <laughs> that is and, still floating around Spotify for
1: some godforsaken reason. What? I'll tell you what. Brian's direct quote, Brian's direct quote was, "Why don't more Vans sound like this?" <laughs> so you know, he said that. Uh, I'm sure he was just being nice, but uh, <laughs> we all kind of we all kind of became friends. And though Kevin Mercy's lineup has like changed a lot and come and gone, uh, we've we've stayed friends and we've always hung out when they played Cleveland or uh, or Columbus. Um, and I think he was, uh, he hung out like the day of one of the Baltimore shows we played. Uh, and then we saw him, Aubrey and I, along with Joe from Everyone Leaves are all also in a band called Cherry Bones. Uh, yeah, that's band. awesome. Yeah. Um, we played Spring Fling. We were the opening main stage band on Spring Fling. Uh, saw Brian again, and he mentioned to Joe and Aubrey about, wanting to work with us on recording and as it happened we were literally in the process of trying to figure out where to record and what to record uh so brian is going to give us some advice on what uh and he gave us the where so yeah
0: (laughs) that is phenomenal i love um the the networking web that exists um with everyone leaves there's like so many different um avenues that like if you just start with everyone leaves and go left right front or back you're gonna end up like in the (laughs) same place or like in a different place like all together it's really yeah really incredible
1: you'll immediately you'll immediately land on some band of doing bigger
0: (laughs) (laughs) so um all right i don't know how specific uh the two of you can talk about this um and it's still so early i mean you haven't even laid down a track yet um so, yeah, I don't know how much you can or even know to be able to tell me, but I'm going to ask just a couple general questions about um, some new music and let's see what you can say. Sound good? Yeah. So, is this going to, are you guys, are, are, are we working on a full length, and EP? What's going on with that?
2: No idea. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're kind of just going for it. We're going to record some songs and then see what happens. I, yeah. Personally, I would love to be able to do like a full length. But, you know, if it's not in the cards, it's not in the cards. I just want to put some gosh dang music out personally.
0: There we go. <laughs> there we go. I like how PG that was. That uh, Would you say go- gosh dang?
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry.
1: <laughs> Trust me. You don't need yeah, to
0: apologize for, for not swearing. My... <laughs> I'm
1: sorry for not swearing. I know it's not. <laughs> yeah. really cool. God I'm not damn like you.
0: i God damn you, Aubrey. Where is that dirty mouth? Uh. Um... So all right, so we we don't know <laughs> so if it's, don't come out. <laughs> we don't know if it's a full length an EP. Um, but what's I mean, give me a general goal of how many songs you would hope to be able to lay down in studio. So
1: we're actually just going this is kind of like uh like a chemistry trial run. Okay. So we're driving out late, late Thursday night. Um we are recording all day Friday. Most of the day, Saturday, and then we play Sidebar in Baltimore Saturday. Cool. Uh, and then recording until we're done on Sunday. Uh, and then driving straight back Sunday and going back to work Sunday. Uh, wow. And there are, I mean, in theory, four or five songs that are ready. Yeah. But we're only, at most, tracking three of them.
3: Gotcha.
0: And and what you accomplish in this studio session there could be more sessions, correct? That would add to the Oh yeah. Okay. Alright. So it is
1: yeah, still so early. The plan is to see how this goes. The plan is to see how this goes and then have something to kind of refresh our numbers. Um and kind of show people like, hey, we've grown in a year, here's what we sound like a little bit now. Uh, we're gonna more sound like this probably maybe.
0: <laughs> the two of you are making me laugh a lot in this interview. I like it. Uh this is a good dynamic. Um <laughs> Is there anything um, that either of you can tell us about this new music um, that people might not already know? I know it was mentioned that you you just maybe recently played uh, a couple of these songs uh, on a string of dates uh, or a date that you just had. Can you give me titles? Anything that you could say that not a ton of people know about? Uh, Aubrey, do you have anything
1: about it before I do? I mean,
2: I think the biggest thing is
1: that now we're a four-vocal band. Yeah.
3: Okay, yeah, so that's gonna that's, that's gonna change a, things.
2: Big move. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe uh, not a ton, but I mean, like, obviously, there will still be the the same amount of
1: music happening. There right. will just be other voices. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think like so the songs that we're going to record right now uh, are not indicative of the overall like mood. Uh, in the sense that like if you listen to the Lonely End, there's a lot of uh I don't know, a long time ago someone told me to stop writing breakup songs. Um, <laughs> well, because there are enough. Like, I don't know, the the topics like if we really wanted to line by line go through the Lonely End, uh there is like there's one song about a breakup on there and it's not like a breakup song even. Yeah. Um uh, and I kinda like, I don't know, I, I walked away from doing that and but we have a wide range of topics and I think like two of these three songs that we're going to record are about like death.
3: That,
2: oh. <laughs> Impending doom. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's just about death, man. Like and that's not what like that's not like I didn't suddenly go into this area where like all I'm writing about is dying. Like that's not it. It's just like I don't know. Uh one of them, which the one that we might not get to record uh in this run is uh Like, it's about, I don't know, a friend of ours died. Uh, He was the owner of the label that we were on. Um, And it kind of, like, I don't know, it was weird because he was the first person outside this band that really, like, at least for me, that I really saw, like, believe in it in a way where, like, hey, like, this is something I could attach myself to and, like, help it grow. And I've never seen that kind of attachment to anything I've ever done in my life uh, from anyone. Uh, And it was, like, it was a big thing, like, his, I don't know, his death, even though, like, we all knew it was coming, nobody knew when, uh, and it was just kind
0: of a, it was a lot, for sure. I'm sorry to hear that, my condolences to, to everyone, uh, you know, it, never, never easy to, to come back from, from something like that when you lose somebody, um, but, hey, it can be cathartic, uh, cathartic to, to do it, you know, in the music and to, to kind of put your emotions out that way, so, um, hopefully that, that does help, um, so, all right, let's see, we've got, I, so I'm actually really excited um, to transition into one of these final segments with Jacob and Aubrey from Everyone Leaves. Now, we're talking um, about a week before this episode is going to drop. Um, so by the time everyone's listening to this, you would have already went into the studio for this this session uh, and worked on these songs. So maybe we'll hear about how that went Um, you know, we're, we're kind of like looking into the future. Isn't that creepy a little bit? Yeah. (laughs) Yikes. Um, you'll probably (laughs) probably
1: hear about it on the Baltimore
0: news. Jacob, you were telling me when we were talking via email, uh, that the band, everyone leaves, you're about to drop some details on an upcoming tour. Can you, uh, can we talk about this?
1: Yeah, uh, we are... We're going out with uh, a band that a lot of us have really been into for a while called Young and Heartless. Um, they're they're from, I think, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Uh, but their home show of the tour will be in Lancaster. Um, but, yeah, so it starts at a uh, a fest that we just announced for Columbus that my friend John from Bravo Artist and I started uh, called Shot Fest. And it's a three-day fest, and the touring bands are – like, Us, Young and Heartless, Secret Stuff, Save, safe, uh Super American, Seven Minutes in Heaven, A Story Told, and then The Flask, Tranquility, and Dead Leaves. Uh, those are the touring bands, and then there's some locals like Minor Love and Heroes Like Villains, uh, and Brideshore, and Cure Culture, and a couple other Columbus locals playing. Wow. Uh, and that's day one, and the, the tour is kind of a similar routing to what we did in October last year. Uh it's an October tour and it starts ten twenty and the last day is eleven five in chicago um and we are um yeah we're we're going to and from fest uh and just kinda hanging out uh yeah i mean it's it's really cool, like over the last year, we've started to receive opportunities to to take out and to tour with a lot of fans that we really respect musically and like what they've done with their work ethic. Uh, And I think this tour is kind of, it's kind of surreal, uh, because this was a band that a year ago, uh, I mentioned to their agent that, like, hey, we would love to have them on the tour in October. And he was like, no, not possible. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, And then a year later, when he and I were in the conversation, about like, hey, I have everyone leaves for October. Like, we're looking for a partner. And he mentioned them. And it was just kind of this moment where I kind of, like, jumped into our group chat and was like, hey, guys, uh, Young and Heartless's agent, like, wants us to, to go out with them. And I'm really excited for it. Aubrey, what about I love you? That band. <laughs> that's all I got. I love that band. I'm very excited.
0: <laughs> that's all that needs to be said. It- I'm
2: excited to go to Disney on that tour. That's really where I'm at. Yeah. Yep. <laughs>
0: so are we all that's like big be- Disney fans then?
2: Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Can we, what's, what's yeah, our favorite, favorite Disney Hunter. character?
2: Disney character? God, that's really tough. I know. Oh, boy.
1: Oh, Name god. a
0: couple if you can't uh, narrow it down to one I'm just curious to see kind of where you Mushu? are
1: Mushu Mushu Stitch
0: Oh really Stitch Should Oh I-
2: Stitch Lilo and Stitch is my favorite Disney movie Because it makes me cry every single time
0: Can you do a Stitch voice
2: Oh my god no I wish I'll work on that <laughs> Alright
0: All right. Uh, Please do uh, work on a Stitch voice And we gotta get you back on for it okay Yes, yes, absolutely. Now, Jacob, you were saying Mushu. Should I know what that is? Uh, yeah, Mushu yeah. is a Dragon from Mulan, voiced by Eddie Murphy. Oh, 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 yeah. Of course I should know what that is. Silly me. Silly me. Sure. Look, I'm terrible, apparently, with si- sure. uh, eight-string guitars and uh, dragons from Mulan. I'm not very good with those two things. These are vital problems. No, you're right. I, I just, I got to step up my game. It's my bad. Um, all right. So <laughs> <laughs> if, if the two of you haven't noticed, I do tend to digress. So I'm going to get myself back on track here. <laughs> we're talking about this upcoming tour with Young and Heartless. It's going to be in October. Uh, and I and, and, uh, I think, Jacob, you were saying uh, November the 5th. Um, so a nice, healthy run of dates there. Uh, everyone leaves. Yeah. Uh, you all do a lot of touring. Um decent yeah. amount right so what's beyond like the obvious i would have to think that everyone likes to play the shows and interact with the fans and whatnot um or else you probably wouldn't tour so beyond like those obvious yeah. things what is uh for both of you uh individually your favorite like aspect or parts of touring um i hate
1: routines I know one of the most common things is for people to, like, be weird about change or be afraid of change. Uh, And I hate routine. Like, the second that I get to work and realize I don't remember my drive to work because it's just second nature to me now is the most depressing part of my day.
0: (laughs) Okay, so Um, you being able to, like, break out of the uh, monotony is, like, what you look forward to.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know. I just really like that. That, like, I, when the band started and on our first tour, I was one of those panicky, like, planner people. So, like, I had a plan for every second. And, like, over time, mm-hmm. I've kind of found my joy in, like, how that's such a stupid idea because there's literally no way any of that shit is going to happen tomorrow. <laughs> we had a point on a tour last October, actually, where our van broke down and we were stuck in Florence, South Carolina, for 18 hours. Oh, if boy. I had a plan, I would die.
3: <laughs> oh my, man.
1: My plan consists of I'm gonna drive somewhere and then I'm gonna eat some food and then I'm gonna play a show and then I'm gonna sleep somewhere.
0: There you go. I like it. I wanna have that kind of plan. I need to work on mine. Aubrey, what about <laughs> you? Um,
2: I think I have like two things: number one, uh being finding very good and very bad coffee <laughs> everywhere um. Always nice when you get up to the venue and you're like, you roll out of the van, and it's like, oh, I gotta play a gig in like two hours. And then there's a tell coffee shop right across the street. That's tell
1: them about, about the Speedway that didn't know how to do iced coffee when they had
2: coffee. <laughs> oh my god, okay, yeah, this is a good story. Uh, this is the day, uh, went into this Speedway just trying to get some gas station coffee, which I was already upset about, of course. Right, right. And I went up and I like, uh, and I was like, oh, this is, like, I, I took the cup, put ice in it, and put the, co- like the coffee in it, put the lid on it, took it up. They were like, what's that? And I was like, it's coffee. They were like, well, it's in a soda cup. I'm like, it's iced coffee. They're like, we don't do iced coffee. <laughs> I was like, well, this is coffee, and there's ice in it. Uh, yeah. And they just charged me for a dollar, like, charged me a dollar for it, and I walked out.
0: Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> We don't do iced coffee.
2: (laughs) Well, you you do because you have coffee and also ice.
0: You do now, Speedway. You do now. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks to Aubrey from Everyone Leaves. I I guess we could just announce right now everybody get your $1 iced coffee at Speedways across the country, thanks to Aubrey from Everyone Leaves.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's Um, fantastic. I
2: I like. it's probably uh, the the thing about touring that is is always apparent to me is realizing how small the world is. So one of my favorite things is getting to a gig, talking to somebody, and realizing that we have, like, 80 of the same friends. Yeah. And being like, how did I not know you before? And then she's yeah. like, oh, yeah, because, like, there's a million people in music, and we're all connected by it. It's like this, this seven, like, 7 Degrees of Kevin Bacon or whatever, but it's just literally any person that you meet in DIY you're probably connected somewhere. you probably have some small connection.
0: No doubt. No doubt. And, uh, like I kind of referenced, um, earlier in this episode, it's just, this networking web that everyone leaves has, um, I even just like today, like as I was writing these questions and like, I was telling Jacob, uh, I was texting him earlier as we were prepping for this. Um, I like, I didn't even realize like some of these connections in the networking that you all have done. Um, I bet that's an amazing feeling. Like when you're out on the road, you're seeing people and yeah. you can uh, connect it's with others.
1: It's always just like a fun feeling. A little
2: yeah. sparkle in the darkness.
0: Uh, I know. I'm like getting that warm feeling thinking about it. That was great. A great narrative there, <laughs> uh, Aubrey. I appreciate it. Well,
1: thank you. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, all right. So, Jacob, Aubrey, we are, we're we're heading towards the end here. I actually am keeping a little bit longer than I told you. So, I appreciate uh you know, you being champs and sticking uh through with me here for episode ninety of Spinning Thoughts. Um before we sign off though, is there anything else that like uh I may have missed or anything else you uh the two of you would like to say to your fans
3: um,
1: Uh Aubrey do you want to talk about your, your tweet reply uh earlier in the week on the Julian Baker quote maybe? Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, we'll talk about this. Please do. Uh, this, this is like a slightly not positive thing, but it's okay. I think it's something that needs to be touched on. Um, early, earlier this week, I, I I assume it was you, Jacob, that tweeted a Julian yeah. Baker lyric uh, from the band account, and someone replied to it saying, "Julian Baker is my mommy," and I I saw that and I was like, I like shudder and like sighed out loud, <laughs> and I just think, uh, and I I've I on this a lot loudly or quietly or you know whatever i i just think that whole dynamic is is very gross and very like predatory yeah um and I, i've the way that i replied to the tweet was like oh have you ever thought about how you know language like that might make an artist that you admire feel uncomfortable um and there there have been other instances of this um i know there's a long time ago uh Dan from Real Friends had some issues, like people were calling him dad and he was just like, yo, chill, like, yeah. stop doing yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of the time uh, fans can get this weird, possessive feeling towards these artists. And I totally get that. Like, I I was young and I was at work for freaking out over every band that I saw. Right. Uh, I was definitely there. But there comes a point where you need to accept that these people are people um, and they're not just like pawns for you, like they're not just there to perform for you. These are people creating something that you enjoy, and that's awesome. That's like the coolest thing in the world. uh But you know, we we need to all take a step back and realize that we're all just people, um and you know, those possessive feelings need to be just completely pushed aside. You, you don't have to say like, "Oh, you're my mommy." Just just say, "Oh, I respect you, and I really admire your music and your hard work." And you know, I. Yeah, I, you I'm know, getting a little hot about this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I really
0: appreciate you bringing that up. Um, I didn't see that tweet, so I didn't see this um, this like reply or anything like that. But I I think it's important um for everyone um to hold others accountable, right? Um, and yeah, absolutely. And I just really respect um, you know, whether you and Jacob know this or not, I'm sure you both do. You know, uh everyone leaves bands in general, like people look up uh, to you all and um, the things that you say make an impact. And so, you know, I don't think uh, enough bands say enough uh, things to hold others accountable because they're afraid to. Um, So I think that it's, it's good to see um, uh, standing up for that kind of thing and, and and speaking out. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And
1: then mine, my kind of summation thing, uh, and this I don't know, I'll probably go like a minute and a half on this and I'm sorry. Go man. ahead. It's a big thing. Um, I don't know. Uh it starts with like a thing that is kind of more Aubrey's to own, but I think it's the same story. Uh just the the whole like being a not dude in a band thing, uh and like the way it extends. You saw last week, uh I think it was last week, the, the all time low thing. Yeah, where, you know, Alex Spark made a joke that was like, oh, we need more girls around and it was like, yeah, well then hire them. Uh, and that was actually <laughs> the reply. Uh, a friend of ours, Peter Unrath, who was just out with uh, Hot Molly and Fae Face, like, there could be more girls around if, like, your band ever toured with somebody that wasn't all dudes or hired any of the people working in music that aren't dudes. Um, and it, like, not to discredit, like, listen, we have tons of friends in bands and that do merch that are dudes, but I've never heard any of those dudes, like, real sad, and they like, what's wrong? And then be like, oh, like, Converge was looking for a merch person, and I applied, but they said, sorry, no dudes on tour. Like, that wasn't a thing I've ever heard, but I've heard plenty of my non-male friends say, like, oh my god, like, I love this band, and they need a merch person, and I have all this experience, but they said no girls are on tour. Wow. Uh, and that's not and that's a shitty rule to have. And like, I don't know. I think a lot of people jumped on uh, the like hire them aspect of Alex and all time. Low not having non male representation on that tour. Uh, but like, I mean, I'm obviously more sensitive to this cause I work in booking. Yeah. Yeah. The bands themselves, you have, you know, you have incredible bands out here. Uh, I'm not going to say Jenny Bones first because I'm in it and that's not fair. But like you have incredible bands like Monday's Bay and Pine and Walbright, uh, all out here, you know, killing it. Like Looming is one of the best bands that I've heard in a really long time, and you know, you hear the conversations, and it's it's this band pitch, but then oh, we're going to take our boys, and and then it ends up being a lineup of five bands, which has no business being a lineup of five bands. It's all dude, and like I don't know, representation is cool, and there are there are little younger girls that go to shows and just see like dudes out there and it probably gets discouraging over time. Yeah. Uh, and Especially probably... because they're
2: constantly discredited as fangirls. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> yep.
1: one, of the, one of the coolest shows we ever played uh, was booked by Joe Ramsey and Sophie Padilla, Padilla Padilla, Padilla uh, who works for Top Shelf in uh, in Oklahoma. And I'll tell you what, that show did probably 70 paid. And I think probably sixty-five of them were were non-male, um, and it was because they have a theme built there that is fostered around not being shitty at shows, and that's really where it starts. Like I I go to a decent amount of shows here in the the scene, um, yeah. And it like I don't know it it doesn't start with like. Knuckle puck needs to take pine out. Like that doesn't that's not where it starts. It doesn't start with Kevin Lyman only booking fans that are non male representation bands. Uh that that's not where it starts. It has to start in, you know, you calling out your dude friend for being shitty and creepy to a girl you guys don't know at a show. Yeah. It it has to start there. Uh it, it has to start at not being weird to everyone all the time because you have this ability to be as loud and as pushy as you want. Everyone gets how he means it, though. Like, it has to start there. You have to call out those friends and you have to support those bands, the small bands. Uh, you know, like Woolbright, I mentioned from Florida, is like one of the coolest bands in music right now. Uh, and I like you need to support younger bands like that at that level before they are paramour. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. then, you know, like, oh my God, I'm in love with Haley. Haley's my wife. Like, that's not cool. Like, Audrey said. Uh, Support them before they're that level uh, and show them that they belong here and show other people that maybe it's worth trying to start that band because you will be supported here. I
0: I couldn't agree more with everything uh, the two of you are saying. And again, it just kind of comes back to like a sense of accountability. You know, there's it doesn't have to be. Negative like it, you, you can have a civil conversation, you know, what I mean with people uh, and not create a fight So hold people accountable uh, do the right things um, But I agree. I mean, I think that the, the, the music scene and in, in, in industry in general has a lot a long ways to go um, But it's it's bands like everyone leaves and the two of you that are helping push, you know, everything forward um, and, and we need that so awesome stuff
1: <laughs> all right
0: so Jacob Aubrey uh we are at the very sad ending of episode 90 please hold your tears because if you cry I'm gonna cry and uh oh no you know I'm I'm, I'm the host I have to maintain composure so um I want to thank the both of you <laughs> for being on here honestly it it was so much fun I'm looking forward uh to hopefully having the two of you on again in the future I need to talk to you off the air Um, So don't hang up, but Aubrey, Jacob from Everyone Leaves, thank you so much for being here.
2: Thank you for having us. Thank
0: you. Once again, I'd like to thank Jacob and Aubrey from Everyone Leaves for being with me here for episode 90 of Spinning Thoughts. We have finally broken into the final 10 until we hit that magical episode number 100. The Lonely End is the latest release from Everyone Leaves. Make sure you check that out. And while you're checking out everyone leaves check us out on twitter at spin thoughts we're on facebook instagram soundcloud you can subscribe to the show for free on apple Podcasts, google play TuneIn, stitcher and more our website is the make sure you're checking out metal thoughts and fan thoughts within that and every single thursday at midnight we have premiere episodes on adobe radio this week for episode 91 we will be premiering uh the episode with 10 cents shorts It was a great conversation with aaron and you don't want to miss it that episode for some reason if you do miss it that episode will become available on all platforms then next monday august the 28th so you'll have some way to check it out everyone i want to thank you so much for being here for taking the time out of your day to listen to me and the bands uh, that we bring on to the show I i think it's important that I thank you and let you know how much I really appreciate you and how important this community that we've built, this family, this friendship that we've built, how important it really is to me. Everybody, until next time, make sure you share music, spread love.